Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day, g'day, and uh, welcome to a beautiful winter's day, Coxie. I hope it's a beautiful day when people are listening. It's raining <laughs> here in Brisbane, so one would hope when they actually listen, it's okay. Well, maybe maybe it's beautiful when it's raining as well. I don't mind the rain. Yeah. It makes my garden happy, makes my lawn very green. So there's, there's something good in every day, Nicole. Oh, God, Warwick, yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> what about you listeners? Do you find something good in every day? Do you find something good when you listen to me talk about finding something good in every day? <laughs> Do you just roll your eyes and groan like Coxie? Maybe uh, the good bit is they can press stop and move on to the next podcast. Yeah, they can skip to some <laughs> true crime podcast and listen well, You know to I'm a convert. Different. I love yes. them. Didn't you say recently they put you to sleep though, Nicole? I do listen. No, it's conversation <laughs> hour. I listen to at night. I did used to listen to the other ones. We should write that as a review. Fantastic podcast puts me to sleep every time. <laughs> we have quite a few of our members <laughs> that have used our podcast to help them get drift off back to sleep. Yes, and children as well. It's the soothing tones of was. I don't know that they're very soothing, but sure. <laughs> How do you like listeners? Howdy, listeners. I won't do my accent again. That was terrible. Uh, That's the funniest episode we have ever done. <laughs> funny for you, I think. <laughs> there was lots of groaning and eye rolling for that one too. I hope you are having a fantastic day and I hope that if you're not, that you find something out of today's episode that gives you a bit of a spark or probably gives you a bit of hope. I've used that word a couple of times this morning. And I think it's something that we don't talk about a lot is how to actually not get through so much as as embrace or live with live around stress overwhelm busyness uh, anxiety all of those things that seem to be a big part of most people's lives and in particular business owners and in particular you listening to this as trade business owners and and tradie wives and supporters uh it's it's a big issue and it does play a big part in most of our lives uh, as we record this coxie it's school holidays in most places in australia uh, also a stressful time particularly for a lot of mums and yet we sit down to record episodes coxie and it's like okay and i start thinking Oh, we haven't talked about SEO for a while. Maybe we should do something about cash flow Ugh. or avatars or sales processes or spreadsheets or how to improve your profitability. And it's all the business stuff, right? Because mm -hmm. this is tradies in business. And that's why many of you have come to this podcast is to get tips or ideas or inspiration on how to improve your business as I do the little air quotes with my fingers. <laughs> and yet, as we said to one of our new clients yesterday, Coxie, well, you said, and I thought you, you said this uh, absolutely perfectly, that business is a part of us and it's reflected back and forth. Business, us, life, 
it's all actually wrapped up together, but we try and do this whole, dare I say the Q word quarantine of businesses over here and then families over here and then personals over here. And it's just not like that. It's really not. We've been sold a lie. There's no, (laughs) and then there's the truth of it, I guess. We've been lied to for many years and told that we should have separation from the two and it's, it's impossible. You can't stop the thoughts coming from in your head and you can't stop the way work makes you feel within your body and you can't stop the way that you you carry that, whether consciously or not, into every single situation within your life. And as a business owner, it's even bigger, again, because you're dealing not only with the the complexities of your own feelings around the business, but others within the business, your clients that you're serving with the business, you're taking all of that stuff. I've spoken many times about the big heavy cloud. You carry that around with you day in, day out. It is It permeates your, your soul. It's a very big part of who you are. We can't separate it. And so we do need to learn how to live through it or how to even thrive through it because you can. We've seen a lot of tradies. I'd say in the last six months particularly, who are incredibly overwhelmed. And I mean overwhelmed to the point where it's beginning to impact the way they're able to work because overwhelm is, it's like a tsunami crashing down on top of you. It is huge. It really makes it impossible for you to think outside your current reality. It makes it really challenging for you to see that there's a bigger picture makes it really hard for you to see anything other than that crashing wave coming down on top of you and even the smallest little things will trigger those feelings within you and that's what we're seeing unfortunately time and time again it's a product of our times it's a product of the pressure placed on us by well perhaps I could say it's a product of the pressure we allow others to put onto ourselves and it really starts to impact every little part of our lives including the personal life including our relationships with our family with our friends, with our spouses, with our children, all of that begins to be all wrapped up in that terrible feeling of overwhelm. So we've got a few tips today that we believe work particularly well. I've experienced this with my husband. Um, Thankfully, he's very okay with me talking about all of these things Uh, because I had a part in his journey as well. And I I probably just speak to the way I observed it as a wife. Um, his overwhelm meant that he could physically not do things at all or the smallest things that to me looking from the outside in seemed so easy to fix or so easy to do or so easy to confront or so easy to work through became that large for him he could not physically or mentally cope with the thought of acting upon an action or a thought or a feeling he just couldn't do it it became that debilitating and I think that's what we probably don't look to understanding as business owners, that those first symptoms of overwhelm where things are becoming tough and you're feeling triggered quite frequently and little things are sending you into a tailspin that wouldn't ordinarily make you feel that way, they're a symptom of something bigger that's about to happen if we don't put some change in place right now. So we've got some tips for you today. Great. We should have probably written these down beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit overwhelmed with the topic of this episode. <laughs> uh, you know me, listeners, I like to uh, joke about to, to ease the tension a little bit. And you know what? Maybe that's uh, one I'll just throw in as a, as a curveball and unscripted as my first one is I, I think a lot of us have natural strategies that we can call on to deal with some of these situations. And we did an episode recently about, it was one of our um, 
Flip It Friday episodes uh, again. And, you know, using humor, using that sort of um, taking the mickey kind of approach is, it's, it's called ambivalence, basically. That's the fancy word for it. And it's just being a bit kind of offhanded and flippant about what's going on to, I guess, make light of it. Um, it's easy to get really heavy and to feel heavy and it can be hard to do that. It's, it's hard to make some of these changes. I mean, everything that we're about to chat about is hard to do. Mm. And I guess that's part of the, the challenge and the choice is we have to, at some point grab the, the bull by the horns gently, of course, and respectfully, and make a choice and make a decision to make change. And, and the point of this is they can be super small changes that you might think listening to this, like, well, how's that going to make any difference? How's that going to change the fact that I've got $300,000 outstanding and, you know, I'm behind with my supplier payments and I've got builders screaming at me and, you know, the kids are all sick and the wife and I haven't had a decent conversation together for the last three weeks. How is actually making a joke and taking the mickey out of myself or out of the situation actually going to change anything was. And the point is that becomes one little step in a different direction to the one you've been, I guess, cycling through for the last three weeks or the last three months, or sadly for many of you for the last 15 years. It's a horrible mindset to be stuck in and you become very stuck. It's, it's like a, a spiral. You're really stuck in it. And so if you can make one little change to trigger a different thought or a laugh or, or pull you out of that mindset just for a moment, it does make such a big difference. And laughing, that's why they have laughing yoga people. It is hilarious. You will start <laughs> feeling so stupid and it, you by the end of it you will have a rolling belly laughs and the reason for it is it changes your mindset it releases mm. some of those good feeling um, hormones that help to make you feel better so if you can do that by i was going to swear i'll try not to <laughs> by making a joke about yourself about something within the situation just having a bit of a laugh it can really make a significant change to the way you're able to then impact what has to happen for the rest of your day it's mm. a circuit breaker exactly i love it um, and I think, I think we used that language recently is we have all these, it's like a big circuit board, you know, it's like they're hardwired over time. And over time we, we build up another layer of solder on the green circuit board and we just keep laying down more and more on those same pathways. And of course, that's where thoughts are going to travel. That's where actions and habits build up over time and so what we've got to do is if you want to make a change to this the next step is okay well how do i make change is we've got to drop a screwdriver across two of those circuits and short them out mm. and one of the ways you can do that is literally by you know a bit of black humor a bit of dark humor it doesn't go astray it just it, it's a change it's something different uh and so it starts with that decision. Um, I'm pausing, Coxie, because I'm thinking through some of the times in my life where I've actually found it really difficult to do this stuff. Mm. Uh, and yet it, it does actually, it has set me down different pathways and different ways of thinking. And out of that even comes other people, you mm. know, hanging out with different people. Mm. I, I 
we haven't talked about this, but I thought about this recently. Um, many people will know Anthony Robbins listening to this. He's, he's been around for a long, long time now. Um, he's probably, uh, <laughs> he's getting pretty old and, uh, you know, love or hate the, the American, uh, life coaching scene. Um, he's been massive over the years and I did go to one of his things sort of 10 plus years ago. Uh, and one of the principles that, that he taught was awesome in that we all get in a state we even we even use that in our language. It's like oh, I'm in a bit of a state. Probably not so much in in you know the twenties, but uh, you know back in the tens or the zeros <laughs> when I was a young fella. <laughs> uh, it's like you know we get in a in a crappy state, or we have a state of mind. We refer mm -hmm. to it as, and so he he actually talked about the fact that you can change your state in a heartbeat, and he draws it as a triangle. And we love triangles here, Coxie, with the we triangle do. of possibilities. We do. We do. So if you think of a triangle and, and the triangle in the middle of that is your state that you're in, the three points on the triangle are the three things that you can change to change your state or your state of mind or your state of being. And if I remember them rightly, two of them were what you focus on. So one's your focus, one's your language, and the other one I'm pretty sure was your environment. Mm. And and so uh, or it might've been physicality. I, I'm, I'm not sure, but basically, you know, he had four and a half thousand people in Sydney, uh, back when I went to one of his seminars, I can't remember which one it was, but he actually had us all doing star jumps mm. to demonstrate how different you feel after doing 10 star jumps to beforehand. Now that takes a conscious decision. You have to go, I feel like rubbish. I feel weighed down. I feel heavy and black and overwhelmed. I'm going to do 10 star jumps. Now it's, it's probably going to trigger the laughing as well, <laughs> but it does. It, it gets your heart beating faster. You feel like a Wally jumping up and down on the site or in your office or, you know, in your undies in the, in the bathroom or whatever it is, but you feel different. And that different feeling, again, is a catalyst for different thinking, different actions. It's tiny and it's different. And I think that's the big key for me in, in what we're talking about, Coxie, at least, is do something different. Just make a small change because one small change will lead to another small change. Mm. And they add up over time. I think that... Um... Well, this is something we talk about with our clients, actually. We talk about the list of 10. Yes. So taking a moment to make a list of 10 things that make you feel good. Now, they, some can be small and some should be big. Some should be a weekend away or a holiday or um, a, a night out with your partner or the girls or the boys or whatever it might be. And But some should be small, like standing in the garden for five minutes with a cup of tea or reading a book to one of your kids. You know, mm. just small, tiny things that make you feel good. They're called self-care activities if we get right down to the tin tacks and they help to change your frame of mind. They take you out of your current reality and they put you in a different space which will make that same change Warwick's talking about with the star jumps. It'll change the way you feel about the situation that you're in. It's really small. They don't need to take much. Listening to a podcast, reading a book, watching your favorite thing on television, something mm. just to break. It's the what we're dealing with here are neural pathways and you've spent a lifetime building up your very firm neural pathways in your brain that make you think and feel the way that you do. And the only way to change those is to make a choice to change them. Mm. So you need the circuit breaker first and then you need to adopt a mindset of change so that you can 
change the way you're currently doing something to create more changes you move on, which is exactly where Warwick's one thing, one small thing at a time comes in. If we focus on just changing that one small behavior, it might be the way we answer the phone. It might be the way we answer an email. It might be the way we screen a client. It could perhaps be the way we look at our figures at the end of the month. That one small change will actually then begin a new spiral that allows you to continue down the road of change one thing at a time, very small. Mm. And a big part of what we do here at Trades and Business is take a big goal and filter it right back to tiny little steps so that you can take one of those either one a week, one a day, one a month, whatever is your capability to do so. It's just filtering right down. So what's the one thing that we can do today, this week, this month, that will step us closer to that ultimate goal of not working on the tools in the business anymore or the ultimate goal of taking six weeks off with your family every year. Whatever your goal is for you, we can filter that right back to that one thing that's going to make mm. the biggest difference and it will start to change your mindset. We will disrupt our neural pathways. We'll start to create some new ones. Yes, there'll be some big ruts to climb over with your old ones. There'll be consistency enforcing that change until it becomes a new pattern and it can happen. And look, sure, it's hard in my air quotes that you can't see and yet it's actually very easy providing you can find somebody to help you keep you accountable, I suppose. That's the big thing. You can't do this stuff on your own. You need someone to help you with accountability and support all the way through. One of the most powerful things I've learned to do over the years, Coxie, and, and I, like many um, males of the species, <laughs> that have, was a pen, have a penchant for learning things the hard way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I have become well-versed at learning lessons the hard way in my life. And, uh, you know, that's been a big driver for this podcast and for the work we do with our tradiepreneur clients and community now is to share some of the hard way lessons with others in the hope that they go, Ooh, that looks pretty rocky. Mm -hmm. Um, I take a different road to was he's not too bright. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to be smarter than him, which is probably not that hard. So, I have learned that one of the most powerful things I've been able to choose to do over the years is tell someone else that I want to do something differently. Yeah. Not how can I, or can you help me to do this differently, but actually just make a statement. And and probably most often I do this with my beautiful wife is, hey, I want to be more mindful of this language that I use, or I want to respond differently in these sorts of scenarios. Uh, You and I have these conversations as business partners and co-hosts and co-creators and co-conspirators, Coxie. It's (laughs) like, I want to be able to handle these situations better. That's it. It's, It's not actually seeking help. It's more just, it's, it's sticking the flagpole in the ground and saying, you know what? I want to, I want, change (laughs) that's really what it comes down to i want change and just by languaging that which was one of the the three points on that anthony robbins triangle with your state is your language the words that we speak they almost preempt a change in behavior without having to do anything other than saying i want to stop drinking during the week because i'm putting on a bit of weight i'm feeling a bit heavy and flat and I know it's not good for me. So I, I, 
you know what, wifey, I want to stop drinking during the week. That's it. And it's amazing what that actually sparks within us without Mm. anybody around us needing to do anything with that information. The tricky part is the people we tell that stuff to often try and jump in and help us make the change. And again, that's where, you know, shameless plug for our tradiepreneurs and the fantastic clients within our tradiepreneur community, there's people there who actually get that you're not asking them to fix you. You're just sharing an intent. And that intent just sparks, again, different thinking, different circuits start getting laid down on the printed circuit board in your noggin. And that's been a huge thing for me. And it's amazing. It still blows me away, the changes I notice in myself within a week of of telling someone, hey, I'm not going to do that anymore. Or I want this to be different. And they're like, okay. (laughs) Can we talk about... I guess what you're referencing there when you're sharing that, finding the right people, so the community aspect to that. I've seen plenty of situations in which somebody's expressed an intent around something that they wanted to change, but they've expressed it to the wrong people. They've expressed it to Mm. the enablers in their lives who want to pull them back down. Naysayers. Yes. So they want to pull them back down into that position where there isn't room for change, right? Because change threatens some of the people in your community. It's not just scary to us, it's scary to the people around us too, isn't it? That's right. So it might be a husband thinking, okay, my wife has expressed that she wants to make a change about her personal health or her personal appearance or something along those lines. That might threaten me as a husband or vice versa. It might threaten Mm. me as a wife. Oh, what's the outcome of that? I'm not ready for change, but he or she is about to change. What's that going to do for our relationship? What's that Mm. going to do for me? Now, I'm not saying that your partner, significant other, is an enabler. And what I am saying is Mm. that we need to be cautious about our communities because these enablers do creep in without us even understanding that they're there because it's become very much of our neural pathway. They are part of that process. Absolutely. And they possibly don't even realize that they're actually enabling or or blocking your change um, or enabling your old habits just that they're in habitual pathways as well Mm. so uh it's a such a great point coxie of of our environment who we surround ourselves with um we talk a lot or or we have talked a lot over the years on the podcast uh, about the media that we consume and the books Mm. that we read and the groups that we hang out with and just being judicious about what we consume either in, you know, food and alcohol or the media, the stuff we put into our brains, because it has such a huge impact on the way we think, Mm. which as most of you will know, listeners drives the way you act and that gets you the results that you're seeing in your life. Mm. So just, you know, do a bit of a conscious check of who's around you and by all means make the proclamation and I guess that's why it's worked so well for me as one particular strategy is because I'm not asking anything of the people around me. Mm. I'm just verbalizing it mm-hmm. is, is really, that's the theory. When we verbalize this stuff, it's part of um, dialectic behavior mm-hmm. therapy and you know it's, it's a well accepted, respected and utilized um, treatment used by psychologists. But the practical application can just simply be starting to say what you want and the subconscious goes, oh, is that what you want? Geez, I thought you wanted to be fat, sick, and miserable. Uh, 
I guess I better change my behaviour to match what you're saying now. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how it works. In the WeWork world, they talk about giving it to the universe and watching it happen. And the truth of it is you're actually just giving it to yourself. Yeah. You're opening <laughs> your mind to a different possibility, to yeah. making a change. And when that becomes, it's almost like making an affirmation. I know affirmations are super wanky and I'm sure a lot of our tradies are now rolling their eyes if they haven't started already. <laughs> And yet by by stating your intention of change or, or difference, you're actually making an affirmation that helps you move down that path to messing here's, it all up and making something new and different. Here's a challenge to you, listeners. Uh, if, you, if you're in a vehicle, wait till you pull over <laughs> and turn the rear vision mirror so you can see yourself in it. Just do this, you know, round the round the side of the site so none of your staff see <laughs> you doing this. Turn the rear vision mirror so you can look yourself in the eye and just say something positive about yourself or about your day, but particularly about yourself. Just say, I am an awesome business person. Mm. I am a great dad. I am a loving husband. Something like that. Just do one. You're going to feel like an absolute twat and that's okay. But just if you're willing to take on the the was challenge, give it a go. And for the for the the listeners at home, maybe the tradie wives, that's a bit assumptive. And you know, most of you are keeping house, doing book work, you know, taking care of of hubby, who's probably out on the tools today. You know, you're trying to figure your way through some sort of awful reconciliation of of uh, invoices and payments or something horrendous like that. Um, just go find a bathroom mirror somewhere and do the same thing. I am a Wonder Woman tradie wife or something. And just say a quick little affirmation and feel how weird that feels. Now, the point of that is not to get you to start doing these every day. It'd be great if you did. They've been shown to have a, a great positive effect on our thinking. But it feels weird because that's not how you normally talk to yourself. Mm. It's different. The way you normally talk to yourself is probably in the negative. I'm I'm not good enough to dot, 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 or I'm not getting as far as I want to, or things just aren't happening at the moment, or I just don't know how to do this. The, the number of times, Coxie, we hear people say, I just don't know. I don't know. That mm -hmm. is an affirmation. I don't know. You're telling yourself you don't know. And yet all the information is out there for you. It's on our podcast here. What's actually happening is up until this point, I haven't made the changes or I haven't found a way that works. Mm. And the key is up until this point, it all happens in that little moment of making a choice to make that small change. So there's one thing here that we've neglected to talk about so far, and that is that big goal, what we're all doing this for. <clears throat> so I, I will let you speak, Coxie, because you just drew breath and opened your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But I think my Tassie internet just uh, ruined the moment. That's okay. Um, I was thinking exactly the same thing. It's like we've zoomed in with the, the with the binoculars or the telescope to this little point and we're looking at the fine detail on this point. And what we need to do is regularly zoom out. Mm. And if any of you have um, used a, a, an old school camera where you look through the lens and you zoom in on something, if, if you zoom in, it's really hard to see where the thing was that you were trying to zoom in on. If you didn't get it quite right, you zoom in on the wrong spot. You've got to zoom out again to go, oh, there's the bird. And you repoint the camera or the binoculars or whatever and zoom in again. It's like, oh, now I can see it. Mm. 
And so what a lot of us do is we zoom in to such fine detail on the wrong thing or not the thing that's actually going to get us the results we want. And we forget to zoom out and go, hang on, let's look at the big picture. Let's zoom out and go, where's where's that thing gone that I was really passionate about seven years ago? Mm. I've lost sight of it, literally. So we've got to zoom out, Coxie, so we can actually see where the heck we are. I think we get just so busy being busy, we forget to have that retrospective understanding of what we're actually working towards. Mm. It still stuns me, sadly, how many tradies we talk to. And when we ask them, okay, well, what are you doing this for? What what are your goals in life? They either don't have an answer or their answer is so vague that it really isn't an answer anyway. And again, they're putting that out there. They're cementing it in their own heads that they have lost sight of that. So I guess the biggest tip here today in trying to move through the overwhelm is to zoom out and remember what it is that you're doing this for. Is it because you want to retire by 45.50? Is it because you want to set up a business that can function without you in it 24-7 and go for a holiday for six weeks? Mm -hmm. Is it that you want to create the kind of lifestyle that means that you're flexible for your children so that you can be there on their sports days or their sports carnivals or their debating club or whatever it might be for your kids? Is it because you want to pay off the house and then have an investment strategy and own five houses in the next 10 years? What is it that you are doing this for? It's a really challenging exercise for many people, particularly business owners, because we get so stuck in the everyday. And yet when we find that time to remember, okay, what's the end goal? Where are we going here? What's it all for? It makes the everyday that that, that little bit easier in that we remember what our purpose is. And when we have purpose, we can find passion, we can move forward, we can create something that's bigger than us, we can disassociate from some of those sometimes negative feelings that we're all stuck with in our spirals with our lovely neural pathways, and we can start to make some change. But it's got to begin with the bigger thing. What are you doing it all for? Yeah. And it's it's uh, <laughs> it's the answer to that question that many of us and I, and I suspect you have asked yourself as well, listeners, is what the hell am I doing this for? <laughs> but, it's, but it's the way we ask that question. It's like, why am I doing this? Mm. And maybe you've asked yourself that silently at 3.47 a.m. when you wake up thinking about cash flow and invoices and clients and the cranky builder or whoever else you're working with and you lie there thinking, what the hell am I doing this for? Mm. And if you don't have a kick-ass answer to that question, or at least something that's relevant for you other than to pay the bills, then that is the secret source. That's the, that's the little bit of magic dust that when you zoom out and get clearer on where the heck are we headed here? Ah, that's right. 12 years ago when I started this, I had this dream of X, Y, Z. Or, you know, when the kids were born, I, I imagined that we'd be doing this. That's the thing. Even as I say that in an imaginary sense, I get a little bit tingly because I think, man, that's what drives me. And that's what drives most people is what's, what's the end game? What's the thing? What's the pull? Where are we headed with this? It's what's on the horizon. It's not how do I actually improve my systems so that you know we don't have so much rework. That's not very inspirational. That's boring as bat droppings. Mm -hmm. And yet it's very necessary, and it's an incredibly critical part of getting to the thing that's out there. When you zoom out, and you go, "Oh man, look at that view over there. That's where I want to be." Okay, let's zoom back in on the next step, mm. on the right step. 
I think we've solved the world's problems. <laughs> and I've only had two cups of coffee, Coxie. It's probably a good thing because <clears throat> you get to your third and I'm like, whoa, hang on, slow down, ease up, big fella. <laughs> Stop dancing around so much. <laughs> All right, we've talked a lot about a lot of things today. Um, we have also talked about our community of tradiepreneurs. Uh, they are I actually find them to be such an inspiring bunch of people, more inspiring Absolutely. than Anthony Robbins or any life coach or, or you know, inspirational author. Our clients inspire me every day uh, with the, the decisions they make to confront their old circuitry, their old habits and a desire to do something differently. Mm. And that really, that, floats my boat that gets me razzed up uh every time we do a session with a client so um, if you would like to find out more about our tradiepreneurs and the community that is the tradies and business tradiepreneur group um and some of the stuff that they're up to you can actually chat to coxie and me for free for 15 minutes which usually turns into 30 because i'm really crap at keeping the time uh, <laughs> i didn't say it but you can have a, have a quick yarn with us, find out a bit about what our gang are up to, how it might work for you. And you know what? It might not. Mm. And that's totally cool. Mm. Uh, you get to chat to us, which apparently is pretty exciting. I don't find that very exciting. But uh, uh, Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't get excited about getting up to talk to you every day. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, Coxie, you want to do a podcast? Oh, I'm really busy, Was. <laughs> So if you want to do that, um, you'll find the link in today's episode description, or you can just go um, hit the Tradies in Business website, tradiesinbusiness.com.au, and you can book a chat with us straight into our calendar. We'll have a yarn, find out a bit more about you, and um, see if we can give you a few pointers. I hope that we get to talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Hooroo. Hooroo. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.